Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Linked Finance, Ireland's leading peer-to-peer lending company. Business lending for a digital age at linkedfinance.com. Delighted to welcome Mr. Steve Tormey. He's the Chief Executive of Toyota Ireland to the Executive Chair this morning. Uh, Steve, great to talk to you and really looking forward to our chat. You're very welcome. You Cheers, were, um, you, you grew up in the north side of Dublin. You're a Sutton man. Your dad was a pilot, is that right? Uh, that's right, yeah. My, my dad uh, was originally from the south side around the uh, Ternier Temple Oge area and uh, when he became a pilot, he had to move over to the, the north side <laughs> and he, became, uh, he lived in Sutton. And, um, yeah, he was an Aer Lingus pilot. Um, but before that, I suppose more exciting, he was in the Air Corps. And, uh, yeah, so he, he in the sort of late 50s, he kind of flew all sorts of funny planes like Spitfires and, no and things like that, you know, so to, down in Baldonnell. So, yeah, that was it. And then, so then he, as an Aer Lingus pilot, then obviously he was away a bit, but, but worked out of Dublin Airport. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So he would have done stints around the place. And funny enough, we'd, we'd, there were stints in Japan, for example, and uh, I, I often joke that at, at one stage in my life I was able to speak more Japanese than English because I was only two at the time at a Japanese nanny. Um, we'll come to that a bit later because it's amazing uh, how things can come full circle when you yeah, mention Japan. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. All right, so you you went to college. You, 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 I know you were a keen rugby player. You played for Connacht. Um, yep. And you uh, did you train under Eddie O'Sullivan? Uh, I did. Yeah. I trained with Eddie O'Sullivan and uh, Warren Gatland as well when I was in Go Regents. Um, and we have so, a great relationship with him now, don't we? With Warren or Eddie? <laughs> with Warren. <laughs> well, I don't know if Eddie and Warren had the best of relationships, but, but um, yeah, um, I mean, Warren was, was a very young uh, coach, an excellent coach, uh, Go Regents. And then I, I, I played for, for Connacht under, under Eddie and uh, and George before that. Uh, yeah. And Eddie was brilliant in terms of his, his, his technical ability and still is. And funny enough, he's, he's, he's now coaching the the rugby club that I'm associated with now, Old Belvedere. Belvedere, yeah. yeah. So that's the f- funny another full another circle. Another full circle. Yeah, Listen, yeah. you you started your career in um, in Guinness. Uh, you were there from ninety to ninety eight. You're a fellow who hasn't been a lot of places. Like you've uh, you had a tenure there and a long tenure with Toyota, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, I, I suppose um, when I was in Guinness, came out of college, um, did a sort of business degree, business BSc management type thing. I was I thought going to one of the lucky guys to get a job in 1990 because you know there wasn't that many jobs going back yeah. there and mm. I was came in as a sort of a sales rep trainee sales rep and then I was a sales rep and went to to Galway for a few years came back and uh, was a sales rep in Dublin for for another number of years and then I went to the marketing side so I I felt I was always moving every couple of years into a, a new job. Yeah, and which you can do in those big companies, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, got huge experience there. So, I mean, between the sales and the marketing side of things, um, eight years there. And then I suppose, like a lot of executives who were sort of eight years, who've gone through a number of positions, you you, you kind of say, well, look, you're kind of doing the same thing for a while. If you want to keep moving, you got to uh, go out. And then I got the opportunity. I was asked to come into Toyota Ireland. So... Um, yeah, that's nearly that's and, 20 and, years ago now. Yeah, and you're, so uh, you joined Toyota then. You started in a sales and marketing role. Exactly. Yep. Um, tell us about the business. It's got 47 dealerships. The model of, of, of brand, the dealer, how does it all work in kind of general terms? Well, first of all, you need a very strong dealer network, and we're very fortunate that we, we have that. 
Uh, we've got a very long-standing um, dealer network that are totally focused on on Toyota and and Lexus for the Lexus dealers. And really, you need that um, that strong distribution channel through your 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 your, your dealer network. Secondly, you obviously need the strong product which we have with, with Toyota, which is Toyota is an excellent product. But your brand and how you approach your brand and how you market to the people. Um, in the earlier days, because Toyota was synonymous, uh, its DNA with, with product quality, we were marketed as best built cars in the world. But now, um, as we progress and move on to things that are become even more important to people, is we say Toyota built for a better world. Yeah, and that's probably a nod to more of the um, the type of sustainability platform that we're working working towards, such as hybrid electric vehicles, which we're, yeah, we're big uh, on now. I, I want to ask you about that. Um, it's it's diesel sales were down seventeen percent last year yep. in the marketplace. You've been number one in the market since nineteen eighty six. Uh so on and off one or two Yeah. But 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 for for mm, the main player sure. effectively yeah, yeah. or for the for the player with the greatest market share to take this initiative. Um only am I right in saying that only twenty percent of your sales were diesel in twenty seventeen? No, um if you go back Two years ago, it was sixty percent. Right. So sixty percent of our sales were were, were um, diesel sales. But for January and February this year, so we're number one for the first year to date, and only twenty percent of the cars we sold okay. were, were, were diesel cars. Okay. And, and then fifty percent were hybrid. So that's the big change that people have moved from diesel to hybrid electric vehicle. But you know, even though everybody's talking about electric, and mm. I know maybe electric is slightly different to hybrid in the sense that. The sales of electric cars haven't matched the, I suppose, the, the, the dialogue around them. Yeah, I, I think it's important to, when we talk about electric to talk about electrification because anything which uh, moves towards electrification is a good thing for the environment. Yeah. So if you consider, say, the hybrid electric vehicle, 50% of the time you're actually driving in zero emissions like a like an EV. And if you think of 50 percent of our sales are hybrid, in effect, that's like having 25% or a quarter of your cars driving solely on zero emissions. Yeah, yeah. So as a self-charging hybrid electric vehicle, it's very easy to make the change from a diesel car to a hybrid electric vehicle because there's no compromise with plugging in. and Range. Is there anxiety. a range? Or yeah. is it? So we're all on the same page to say that electric vehicles sometime in the future are is the right way to go. But they're not for everybody yet because there is some compromise. I suppose it's it's uh, like if you look if you look at us, you know, hybrid. We've had hybrid for twenty years. It seems to be sort of an overnight success after twenty years. Yeah. But the Prius started twenty years ago, and if you think now that there's twelve million hybrids on the road, the first million hybrids on the road globally took ten years, but the last million hybrids that took the road only took eight months. Yeah. So at some stage. That'll happen, electric vehicles, sometime in the future. But I think you're probably talking 2025 onwards when you've got uh, different different types of charging, quicker charging, yeah, longer it, range, it like probably, solid state batteries, for example. It depends on the on the progress around batteries. Exactly. I suggest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, culturally, then, has that made much a difference? Much of a difference in the organisation? This this sea change, of to, powertrain. Uh, to, of, uh, well, to to basically. To come out and say we're we're no longer in the diesel business, which you've all but said. Yeah, well, well, I suppose at some stage, if you think of Europe, is very much 
you know, the diesel market. Toyota globally wouldn't sell diesels in the States or they wouldn't sell them in Japan. But Europe is a, is, is a diesel market. Okay. But Toyota would have looked at, again, going back 20 years or 15 years ago, and they would have looked at where the legislation was going. So if you look at the, the requirements for the reduction in CO2, the requirements for the reduction in NOx, um, you know, some of these things are, are nasty enough com- coming out of cars. So Toyota would have said, well, look, our viewpoint or our way of dealing with that is to go hybrid electric vehicle. So a self-charging hybrid electric vehicle. They did. They still sold diesel cars. But as the success of hybrids went up yeah. and they were selling less and less diesel models, you suddenly got to the stage where they said, well, look, you know, most people are, 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 are looking for the hybrid electric vehicle. And the, the thing that really struck home to me, Bobby, was uh, last September when I saw this, this, uh, this Rubicon sort of change was at the ploughing championships, yeah. you know, when rural Ireland came onto our Toyota stand and said, tell me about the hybrid electric vehicle, tell me about yeah. hybrids. And that was a bit of a surprise to us. So when we, farmers are asking, it's, well, it's survived. Yeah, it, it has. Yeah. And, and a lot, like only, only two or three years ago, our hybrid mix was about uh, 6-7%. And then for the first two months of this year, it's 50%. So they want hybrids. What about uh, the commercial vehicles and the sort of 4x4? Four four? Are they kind of a step behind in the sense yeah. that it's well, not been led with them clearly, but will they follow suit? Well, I mean, d- diesel, I'd say, will remain with the, with commercial vehicles for quite a long time, I, I would imagine, in the sense that, um, you know, there's more torque that's required and pulling power for, for, for heavy, particularly, say, um, you know, a Land Cruiser. Or fight, exactly, so yeah. a Land Cruiser point. But if you think of the logic behind it, if if uh, legislators are worried about emissions, I mean, where, where we're sitting here, Bobby, there's plenty of people moving around the city. So that's when they're worried about diesel emissions in cities. Mm. That's why you have the, the talk in Germany about city bans and so forth. But if you're out in a farm and if you're out in some construction site where there, there aren't really that many people around the place, if a commercial vehicle can be... Uh, setting off uh, some some emissions is better out there than than trapped in 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 cities. Okay, that's the logic behind it. Now you're a rugby man, so I want to ask you about uh, today. Last year we mucked up against Scotland. How yeah. do you feel we'll we'll perform today? Uh, I I I think I think today is is is, is an early day. Uh, I've I've got me uh, my dad's eighty today, and I've got him jo- jo- join us well, here. Happy birthday to him. And um, so he'll be with the match with the rest of us. And um, I, I think the Joe Schmidt's team and Johnny Sexton and the guys, they're, they're, they're so focused now and uh, their their goals and their desires are so high that uh, I, I would think for in their, in their own minds that uh, a grand, nothing short of a grand slam, anything short of a grand slam is probably not success to them. I would think Scotland are, are improving, um, would be very difficult but uh, I would bank on, on, on an Ireland win today. OK, well, listen, enjoy the match. Uh, have a good day with your dad uh, and every success in the business. Thanks for joining us. OK, thanks, Bobby. Steve Tormey there, folks. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Linked Finance. The world has changed. It's about time finance changed too. Business lending for a digital age at linkedfinance.com.